Uh, welcome to today's SAMA. It's our uh, 22nd SAMA, and uh, today's expert is James Blackstone. Uh, James Blackstone is an advanced psychiatric um, registered nurse. Um, he's retired. Um, he specialised in health support and recovery from the effects of brain injury and mental illness. Um, he's here to talk about his um, area of expertise, um, which is, uh, amongst many things, using Spooky Tooth to support organ health. And so um, I'll pass it over to you, James, if you can um, tell us more about um, your experiences and how people can restore health. Thank you, John. Appreciate all of you at Spooky Too, and we appreciate the quality that you give us. And I especially like the equipment in that I don't have any problems with it. The problems that I come up with are maybe a connection I can click on and off when it's done and it works. That's important to me. Um, I also like all the people and the way they present themselves and how helpful they are. We're all in this together. We all help each other. Um, I trained as a psychiatric behavioral health nurse after working in, uh, as a float nurse, actually. And then I worked with mostly adolescents and children, and um, some with adults, some with chemical dependency. Um, the reason I, we talked about the subject of the organ health today is because I believe it's the basis for all the other health, our liver and our kidneys, uh, when we have to filter things, when we have to get rid of toxins. We're asked, asking the liver to do things sometimes when it's not healthy, but it's needed to allow for health. And so um, I want to make sure everyone knows too, I don't use the words heal, cure, and some of the words that our country's practicing physicians and their attorneys own in this country. I'm in, I'm in the middle of the United States. And um, I do support good health, so I help people plan good health. I help people with diet and exercise. I encourage a lot of water. Um, I have a lot of compassion for people with health issues. I suffered from Lyme's disease in the 80s before um, we even knew what it was. I worked and I was miserable for many, many times before. I got better and I started as a really healthy guy. Um, I also want to look at uh, some things later on more with the chemical dependency. I've had people say that when we run the um, regeneration programs that they lose the urge to want to drink and many of these have obviously already stopped drinking for years. I really like that, that uh, what they report on that. Um, the other thing I want to talk about just briefly are the spiritual problems that sometimes need to be addressed. We can align energies. Um, uh, I like the new program that Spooky G came out with where we use the TAP system and we desensitize ourselves to triggers that way and things that would make us um, react maybe improperly to somebody else's actions to us when it wasn't necessarily called for by us because maybe we've been subject to some abuses earlier in our life that we don't need to deal with now. So in dealing with it properly, we can just desensitize. And the reason I bring that up only is because organ health and mental health and all the things that we talk about are all connected in some way. So 
um, I was disenchanted with our regular medical system and with the medications we use. It's like long term, I'll say. I didn't like when people cleared. But um, I love microbiology. I love pathophysiology. And before I used Spooky too, I used essential oils, herbs and spices. We did some wonderful things even then. I took care of my mother and father at home. They both succumbed to cancer at age 81 and 85. Um, one thing I want to bring up too, when we serve each other, the strength in that is awesome. If I was to help somebody else with the problem they have, and they were to help me with one I have, it seems it goes better than if I just tried to help myself. And that has to do with the service part of it. Now, we, we can use these units, you know, to, to, for our own health, and I use mine too. But I also have somebody else help me with that. They do it for me. And that's so they can, I can keep on track and not miss things for myself. Other people can see things in me I can't see in myself. So I want to bring that up. We, we need to rely on each other. And that's part of that's just a pride thing. I was always bulletproof and strong, if we called it here in this country, where I didn't need help from anybody when I was young. But as I got older, I realized the mistake I was making there. And I was willing to help other people. And I think we, a lot of us really are. Um, so if we listen, learn, read, and learn the Spooky 2 guides and use those systems as they were intended, I see really good results with that. They're carefully set up. What I see sometimes for me, and the reason I bring the organ thing in again, is that we want this stuff done now so we see a diagnosis maybe, or I call it a dis-ease of the system. It's a disease, but I call it a dis-ease because one of the systems are uncomfortable. Our nerves are unhappy or something like that. So when we go back to the reason that is allowed to happen in our systems, whether if it say it's toxins and it's a liver, what kind of toxins are they? Where do they come from? Do we need to get rid of them? Yeah. Do we need to do it properly? Yes. If we go into supporting our immune system, I absolutely insist on that first because that supports our liver, our kidneys in itself. They need all the help they can get. If the liver and kidneys are healthy and and they can take the rest of the systems and work with it, your skin organ help it or help your brain or whatever it has to be, that is good, but we have to have those working, the liver especially. You can, you can actually trace a lot of disease processes and probably the most of them, I carefully say, uh, to the liver. The liver allows it. If you, and so we'll go into some other things here, and we'll talk a little, touch on vitamins, minerals, essential oils, and all that, but the main thing is if we go back to the people who have already been on, on SAMA, um, they have given us the information for toxins, for metals, the metals we do need, the metals we don't need. Please refer to those because that allows our system to have what it needs. And as we put these in here in the frequency form, this is fairly new to us or to me in that I question how long is it going to stay there before we need to supplement it either with more frequencies or with natural oils and supplements. Uh, now they'll go long enough to let us work on our healing of our body. I'm going to suggest that varies with the vitamins and different things because like A, D, E, and K vitamins wouldn't stay in our system as long. But, but I just go with a week because it's easy for me to plan and I give them again the next week. But in the, in the meantime, I get to see what the body's doing for itself. There's a point if we actually let our bodies heal, we don't need those same supplements in the same quantities. And that's part of the healing process. Um, 
I absolutely believe that we can get, if we're trained the body, and we do this in, in, getting, in depression situations, we train the body to think otherwise, to think health, and to think of the frequencies and the supplements that we're using, it will use them itself. It has the capabilities of that. I got some dental work done. You know, it's got a couple of teeth missing. And we pulled them out. And I did not have him give me any shots. I said, let's do it the old-fashioned way. Now, I ran my own suction, held my head where he wanted it, and talked to him how he was doing this. And I was comfortable enough. That is because I've learned to train my brain to release the things it needs. It is nothing strange. It's just a matter of training it. My dad did that. And... Um, they were amazed. They wanted me to do a class. So we got a chance now to introduce my dentist to Spooky too. Um, so um, this is this is fun stuff. Um, I use it some myself for maintenance, but most of the time I just use it for overall health and a slow detox of my body. I've been poisoned. I've had limes. Um, I had lipoma all over my arms and body. I've had them surgically removed because they were so big and in the way. Um, this, was a this was a familial thing. I got it hereditarily from both sides of my family. As I started doing the things I'm talking about with organ health for myself, those started disappearing and I had not done a program for the lipoma yet at all. They were dissolving and my friends even noticed, hey, your bumps are going away. So um, if you can picture that, um, I try to do these things from the ground up, if we, if we dare put it that way, with the organ health. And that's, that's why it's that important to me. So let's go into a couple of examples of this. Um, one thing I've been doing lately is relieving some restless leg. Um, that may, that's a nerve issue in some cases. Does it have to be done with the programs that are on there? I don't know. I do use those. But before I'll use those, I ask them to do the immune system and simulation programs. I ask them to do the healing and regeneration programs. And then we go into some specific liver programs just for them. And uh, John's designed some of those. Um, I love them. And, and now we have to consider another step here. If you will go be with me here and say that an optic nerve problem is caused by a problem with the liver in the first place or allowed, allowed by it. Um, and that, and it is so. Um, and then if you go one step farther that the liver is the problem, what do we do to help the liver? One person might have a viral infection problem. One person might have a bacterial problem. They may be both. Uh, one way I can tell would have them check their temperature. Um, if they're over 101, it's a bacterial problem. If they're below 101, it's a viral problem. It could be a combination in some senses, but if it's if there's no fever but to have some malaise, how about parasites? Now, I questioned that enough, and so did one of my friends and their daughter that they got a blood test done, and they had a high number of parasites. When they were tested again, they had none. Um, this lady borrowed a couple units and bought them from me, <laughs> so so I'm not trying to make money on them was, and didn't, but... And this lady also, the same lady and her daughter, they're amazing because the daughter had a motorcycle wreck, six hours of cleaning up before they started surgery. She lost only a toe, uh, should have probably not have lived it really, but, but this gal had infections that she fought and antibiotics used. So 
Mama and her worked together to take care of that. And she went from pole vaulting 11 feet to an accident like this with four plates in her bones to pole vaulting 10, six in six months. She went to college and had some issues with um, infections and it was the parasites that were getting her. Um, so when we discovered this, um, the blood test showed it. We pursued that and mama and her took care of it. She's strong as can be again. And mama, by the way, went in three years time from terrible arthritis so bad that she could hardly walk to teaching school full time, teaching track and field, teaching long distance running. And at turning 50 in October, she's pole vaulting, just five, six now, but pole vaulting the actual actions of it nicely and jumping the high school hurdles. So that's quite a change in her in a few years. That's, an, that's a success story that's unending. And, it, and it's not done yet, but, uh, but she's turned to a completely positive person in the meantime. And it's amazing to me. I thank, I thank our higher beings for that. I believe in God. And you, you all, I don't want to offend you anyway if you don't. But my power is not mine. I can't take the credit for the things that I do sometimes. That's why I bring this up. But, and that's a spiritual thing for me. Now, let's go to a case of the optic nerve I talked about. There's a lady that lives 175 miles away from me. Nice lady with a family, a couple of kids. Their little boy has more energy than you have ever seen in a boy, I guess. At least I've seen a lot of children, and he's amazing. Doesn't get in trouble, but he's going all the time. This little boy crawled under his dad's truck and got a little burn on his back, so we worked on it one day, and he was fine. But, but his mama called me a week later, and she says, I can't see out of my uh, one eye. And I said, oh, boy, so I said, let's start some stuff. And she knew uh, that it might be another problem that was doing it because she wasn't feeling good. And, you know, she was just generally not enough energy. And, and it's not like her to be like that at that age and, and that person. So she said, well, either can go see my doctor, which will take a few days. I can go see the specialist after they get him for me probably in three months. And then we see what we have. Now, one thing I didn't tell her, 30% or so of the women that get an optic nerve problem are at high risk for having multiple sclerosis, MS. That is pretty serious to me. Even if she's not in 30%, you have to consider that. I have worked with many people with MS as a nurse. So what we did is we did the programs I'm talking about immune stimulation. Now she eats well, she drinks water, she drinks more. Um, I trusted her in to do the things that need to be done that way. She doesn't use any bad substances and I suggested no pain pills. Um, she wasn't much one to take them anyway. In a day and a half, the pain and the tracking of the eye that was hurting in the muscle um, parts of the eye, that part was gone and it was tracking fine with the other eye. Of course, no vision yet. I said, you will not get vision yet. I said, this has to come. The nerves take several weeks to heal. And in the general, in the general uh, description of that in our medicine, it would take one to three months after the onset took two weeks. So, so in other words, we turned this thing around towards positive in less than any onset time. Wow. And that was spooky, too, that did it. Absolutely. The person gets the credit for doing her part, right? And everything else came back as normal. It comes back slowly. You see black and white, and then you see the colors in a dim fashion, and then uh, soon you see the, the brighter colors, and it's back. 
Um, now, that part of the healing takes patience, and it's nice to know because you wonder until it gets at least some vision back if it's going to work right as a person. Um, however, she had great confidence and, and knew this would work. So um, now in a general case, most of the time it will come back, but not that nicely. And the other part is, then we look at why did that happen? And I think it looks like parasites are her problem too. We got, I don't know why we got so many parasites now. We do everything to our food that we think would make it unedible, but could kill the parasites, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> where they treat it, the stores and stuff. But, um, but they very natural stuff as do I, so um, we don't get all that stuff done to it. But in the meantime, um, we're working on the, on the rest, and we started right away. We're still doing things for the liver, mostly. And, and she's, she's accepting all that. We did the essential oils. I run the program that Don writes several times, and I'll go into any of the liver stuff that applies. That varies person to person some. But if we look up the liver processes, and you can run all of them. It's not going to hurt you. So um, that, that, that takes time to do that, but, but we can do that. And so if need be, we can. Now, the next thing is um, we did the biofeedback. This is the one on the remote part. I suggest that for everyone to run that, and I know it's probably not the best way, but it is if I'm 175 miles away or 1,000 miles away. It's, it's what I have. So I go with that first. It's like the first aid program that John and them designed recently. We can do that, and then we can, we can back up a little bit and follow up with some more regular health things afterwards. Um, but it has a lot of them in it already. And the liver health ones and all, the, all of the um, – Essential oils and the vitamins that we have are so important. We can list the essential oils or not. John has them listed in there. We can look them up as we're doing them and actually do list them off that if we want to. The only reason I bring that up is not is because I wouldn't add or take away from what he does myself. But if somebody gets done with this and they want to continue some things on their own, maybe the, the actual essential oils in the, in, the, in the bottle form, then I don't discourage that. Um, I would rather have it in the frequency form because it's more accurate for me, but, but uh, you know, each their own on that, I guess. So um, we do have some good oil companies in this country so to use essential oils. So now the vitamins and minerals, uh, I'm going to suggest that we do things to support this until it's gone, until the person has their full admitted recovery from the problem they have. In other words, if it's, a, if it's an optic nerve problem, um, we continue with some of these I give it a space in between so the person can see how they're doing, and then I taper it off when they're done. Um, that's my style. Um, however, there, do we ever quit using these things? No. Um, I have problems continuing. I'm a pretty healthy guy. I take zero medications. Um, but I want to be able to exercise more, so I'm working for myself on a little more weight loss, which we can do just through health, and exercise lot of water and just to, and just to be feeling good I, I do pretty much feel good every day and I'm pain free I went 27 years with a broken neck the bones are broken and I lived with it and I worked with it and I ignored it we control pain in our brain that's where it ultimately is there There's, it's there for a reason I took no narcotics no, no pain medications I'm not just a tough guy I just did the smartest thing I could for myself and um so when, when the healing came, um, I, I, as much as anybody can appreciate that, as I'm sure a lot of you can, that's why we're here. And that was our own bodies doing it. 
with a lot of help. So um, now let's see, let's go on to um, one other thing I want to mention too. Let's remember stomach health in this. It's another organ. And we have a lot of problems in this country, in our country, with them giving medications that they don't approve of themselves. At this point, um, one thing is is uh, we'll, I'm not going to brand names, but we'll go to a to a proton pump inhibitor name of it. That's a problem, and, and we're admitting it's a problem, and we can't keep taking them because of liver health again. Um, another one is antibiotics, which just recently I was helping a friend of mine find. He bought a couple machines, Spooky Two machines himself now of the remotes recently. And then he's real happy doing that. So I got him started on it. He just wanted to do it for him and his wife. But he uh, he uh, took and he, um, he was telling me about these peripheral nerve problems, neuropathy. So let's find out about that. Now, he's got a little bit of elevated sugars and stuff. And I don't know about the diagnosis of that. That can be worked with. He, he'll do some of that on his own. But with diet and different things and with even spooky too. But let's talk about the neuropathy itself. When he explained it to me, um, I asked him in his hand to make sure that that his uh, two smaller fingers weren't separate from the other three, which could be a nerve problem. And, you know, I call it a neuritis. Sometimes don't, they don't recognize it as such, but it's where an, I call it an inflamed nerve, an unhappy nerve causing those. But, uh, but he had it across his whole, both hands and his feet evenly across them. I said, that's a toxin. I said, you, you've suffered a toxin. And so when we got it narrowed down, it was absolutely from some antibiotics. And it actually had stopped him from working as a police officer. He used to go diving for things we won't talk about on here, just find things. And he worked for the police department. So, um, so he had to stop that because of this. And it was because of our own antibiotics. And they're being, in this country, they're actually being sued for that now. So um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know um, where that's going, but it's, it's, it's supporting everything that we don't, don't like in, the, in some of those type of things. So, so now, again, even though we can produce these things, I have not used any of that stuff. I use vitamins, minerals. I'll use uh, essential oils. I have had no need for the others. And I've treated, I, I shouldn't say, I have helped children and different ones with stomach problems that were all from antibiotics. We give them probiotics and things, and it's all from that. And poor little, poor little kids are, are just uncomfortable. Tummy hurts, and they can't drink their milk. They vomit. And so... I'll hold them, have them deep breathe, take some probiotics, orally sometimes, you know, um, if that's what I have to get. And and those little kids will be sleeping that night and playing like little kids the next day just from that one thing. I've had my stomach scoped four times in the past. Don't need it anymore. <laughs> so we won't go too far on the stomach stuff right now. That's not exactly what we're here for, but it's one we have to consider is our mouth health and that. Everything's there. Um, I'm working on getting rid of my mercury in my mouth. That's why I've got two teeth missing so <laughs> and and some of that working all at the same time so okay now the next thing um let's see i want to make sure and i want to i want to specifically thank you know john and and um echo we've talked quite a bit and sam and penny uh, in the past penny's helped me with shipping she had a good sense of humor i appreciate that so <laughs> Um, anyway, you've all been great, all of you, and I don't want to leave anybody out in that either. But So when we talk about um, the liver and the kidneys and the endocrine system, that's my ones that I hold responsible for not supporting the rest of the health often. And if we trace it back, whether it's Chinese medicine or whatever we're looking at, that can be shown to be associated 
kidneys and liver need to communicate between themselves. The Chinese call it the wind. But if you look it up as the description, they do an awesome job of what it's trying to do, if we allow it to. And it's, not, it's the endocrine system and all these things combined. But it's, I think there's something there that's hard to explain that they leave open. And it's communication. I don't know if I want to try to describe it. I believe it's a frequency between our own body and ourselves, all two million of them. But I can't prove that yet. So, but let's consider that there's more communication there than we even allow for, in some senses, if we can do that. So, if we have a, um, let me go here for a second. Stress is one of the things that we have to acknowledge. Stress and the adrenal system are related to the kidneys and everything else we do. If we go into a fight or flight mode, if we get too excited, like I, I got John excited a little while ago and I was surprised because I didn't know if he would get excited. <laughs> I loved it, but, but I also like calm. I really like peace and calm and that's what I also like about John, the peaceful feeling about that. And that's, that's important to me for all of us. But the stress we're talking about, when I did stress tests when I was younger and it could have been almost all positive stress, I'd say, in most cases when I was younger, except for the few health things I did deal with. And I did the first one and I was at a thousand percent. I wasn't a hundred percent, I was a thousand percent. So I looked at that and I said, well, if I'm gonna to live to be 107 like I want to, I might have to make some changes. Now, yeah, I worked, I run businesses, I went to college, I was a busy guy. Um, I'm glad I did all the learning, but let's talk about that stress again. What do we do to bring that down? Now, we know that the lifestyles that we live and all that have to do with that. That's, that's our own choosings. But, but um, when I came down to the place I live now, I was looking for some more of that peace because I need a lot of good quiet time to support what I do otherwise, especially if I'm dealing with people with depression and some of the struggles that they really do have in life. And I don't have to have all the answers, but I, got, I have to listen sometimes. I don't want people to go into their traumas. I don't want them to live that again. Ask them not to, in any case. It's like walking up to a burn victim that maybe shouldn't have even lived, asking what happened. We don't do that. And we don't do that in emotional things. As a nurse, I bypass that. Even, even in my work where I should have had to know, I will bypass it and say, we're not going there. So um, I appreciate what other people have been through. You can't imagine what I've been through. Um, we don't go there because of uh, it can hurt others. And so, in that sense, though, our emotional health has to do with maybe the B12 vitamins that we don't get. We talk about a multivitamin maybe off the counter. They don't, they don't assimilate very well. I know that. But if we talk about going into some of the programs that John writes, we have B7 and some other ones that, is that B7 or B6? Anyway, some of the ones that we, not, we may not have heard of otherwise, and those help a lot. So they're already there. We just need to look at them. We can acknowledge that they have them. And so we're going to support our brain organ with what we do otherwise, whether through our stomach or through these frequencies. The liver and the kidneys take all of the nasty stuff out. The brain is protected from that quite a bit with the blood-brain barrier from having that stuff even go there. But the stuff we put in our bodies otherwise, and I won't go into all the stuff, we know what it is. <laughs> so in our diets, you know, that we shouldn't, shouldn't take. Um, let's say that water is the healthiest one we can do. Um, it, those things have to come out as a toxin. And what about the antibiotics as a toxin? And I will tell you this, I've taken two medications in my life that were toxic to me. 
One gave me a granulocytosis. And I, I would have died from it if I hadn't gone to the ER in that case, which I'm glad they were there in that case. Uh, the doctor that wrote it for me looked at me in his most sympathetic tone, told me, um, you'll be okay. You know? And I had a, a serious rash that I knew wasn't okay. Um, so, so uh, you know, in that case, that was a toxin. That was one of the worst toxins that I've ever had was a medication. And, and the second one, um, was an allerg allergy to an antibiotic. Well, we don't think about that. You, but they ask you, are you allergic to any antibiotics or any medicines in this country? And when you are, we have to consider that, that was toxic to us in a sense. Maybe not to, just maybe just to, just to, just to some harm, but, but it's still toxic. So we have these things that cause this, some of us in our foods. You know, uh, Mayo Clinic asks you, did you eat any bologna or hot dogs? That's a straight out question. Don't know why they're doing a test on that, but let's consider it. So, is, I don't, I don't want to say what it is. Maybe don't know yet, but maybe nitrites or something. But, but um, so, so let's consider all these. Now we can, we can beat that in our own selves by flushing this out. A lot of water, the programs we have for that health. But if the liver, say I've got some people, and I do have several people that have ascites in their liver. Their, their liver is swollen, and it's from past alcoholism. I'm not talking about a drink or two. I'm talking about a lot of it in quantity. And they, their liver has suffered while it's actually swollen. That's a touchy situation to do the other things they need without getting that liver healthy first to me because we can do it. But if we release arthritis, toxins, I, I guess we dare say that, or viruses, whatever they happen to be, if we release them into the system and the liver's not healthy, we're going to overload them and they, they may hurt. So... Um, that's my concern. So I do it very gently, and John's programs do that gently, and the sensor oils are the best for that. They do it so gently when we use them. They do what's needed, and it's done. And I, I can't believe how gentle they are on the people. They don't hurt. The, the new uh, biofeedback, one of the biofeedback programs I use, they, don't hardly, they know it's going, but they don't suffer from it. It corrects itself, the system as it goes, is my understanding. So um, somewhat at least. So let's use the biofeedbacks. Let's do this from the standpoint that we're going for the whole big picture. That's my suggestion. Now, I'm, I'm ready for some questions now, if, if you are, John. Um, I hope okay. we got some stimulation of, of questions going. Okay. Well, um, it's very, very riveting your talk. Um, in the very beginning, you were talking about the importance of having, the, having your friends and family uh, to yes. help. Um, it, it, um, is this more for, um, is it, you know, when, when, you, when you succumb to some form of illness, is it, does this affect your morale? Does it increase your stress? And does the support of your family and friends help relieve that stress? Is that really the main function? The main yes, it's, it, it, is, it is for them. This is where it starts. One of my ladies that I work with with Parkinson's now, she asked me, she said, do you, do you care about everybody around you, including church and all that? And I thought a minute, and I said, well, yes, I do. Yes, I do. And, and I'm, not a, I'm a problem solver, John, but I also need my friends for my, my strength. I recharge. I, can, I can't talk to them about people's specific instances because I don't go there um, as far as being fair to the person that I'm working with. But in a generality, I can. But just to, just to have the strength and the positivity, I have to recharge. And 
and this is for them. When you, we see those people improving, even if it's just to, to see no restless leg, and that you see them happy and they're, and they're, they're sleeping good at night, or maybe they aren't turning blue around the mouth because of their bron bronchial problems and their emphysema from smoking in the past. They're, they're doing their daily tasks and really liking it. That's what I live for. that answer the question? You, um, it does, it does. You can always spot a good man or woman because they care for others and you are a good person. Um, an interesting comment you made before, um, mm -hmm. training the body to heal itself. Yes. If you can now, explain on that. Yeah, let's expound on that a minute. One, one way is, is with depression, for instance. People need to learn to think positively. Now, I'm talking people who have come out of 22 years of abuse. I do not okay any abuses in my life at all. And, and, but now the experiences, they can, we can learn from them, sure, but what do we learn? We don't learn during the abuses, I don't think, because we, we're just trying to stay alive. But when some, a woman has stayed there for her children for 22 years of bad, bad marriage, and I know it's a fact, I want to take the hurts away from their heart. That's an organ, too. And that's what I call it. That's how I word it, taking the hurts away from their heart, helping them. Charity, in a sense, Americans don't, don't describe charity well, but if you look at what it really is, it is sympathy, empathy, compassion. Compassion comes after I've been through it. I didn't have much use for sympathy, but empathy, I thought, yeah, maybe. You know, I, mean, I was young and strong, you know, <laughs> but, but then I knew I needed to learn. And then we go to forgiveness every which way. And when you have to do it as many times as we do, it's hard sometimes, but you know, it's for us, it's for, it's for the whole situation. And if the person is wrong when they're doing something, we still got to forgive because we got to deal with it ourselves. Now, and they're, they're on their own on that. I don't, I don't have to judge them. Um, I'm sorry that they feel that way sometimes if they want to be abusive to me, but, it, but I, 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 and I'm not talking about, we need to hold it, maybe not allow it in a sense, but but the reality of when it's done or at least or during, even during to, to have forgiveness. And so I put forgiveness down as several steps for me. I put it down four or five times. Then if we talk about um, love, joy, peace, and the things that we should have in our life, the joy especially, and having true charity, that comes from knowledge, wisdom, understanding, you know, knowledge, understanding within wisdom, I should say. And hopefully we have charity, which is a true love for others in the sense that we don't expect anything from them and we'll help them anyway nothing that's that's where we're at so you um you've been a registered nurse for how many years james you know i went back as a non-traditional student and i graduated from lpn and immediately rn in 2002 so the life before that was was other things i've always helped people my dad helped people um I don't, I guess it just was natural in that sense. Okay. Um, it's been a blessing. And now people help me and I, and they ask to, if they can, if they can do something for me, if, if I'm their angel for that day, they call me. I said, I said, you can do something for me. I said, you can help somebody else just as soon as you get the chance. This is so, amazing. Now we're, we're holding this summer from an interesting location, aren't we James? Now you're yeah. in a truck, in Mena, Arkansas. Yeah, big heavy truck. That's yeah. That's because my my place I bought doesn't have real good signal, so I came down to town where there's a good signal, 
I do a lot of rural work. In fact, I do a lot of work right from this big old diesel truck and from a four-wheel drive um, FJ Cruiser. Um, people are in remote areas and their roads aren't real nice. I wouldn't take my BMW up in some of them. <laughs> so. But you see if you come across as a man who doesn't see um, obstacles but really sees opportunities. Absolutely. And, and solutions. And it's probably that sort of attitude which has molded you to be the person you are. And so you found ways, even your, your uh, off-the-cuff um, means of diagnosing whether someone's got a bacterial or viral infection just by simply taking the temperature. That's the sort of thing which people want to know, want to learn, because yeah. they can do that. Yeah. So, don't, we don't need to make it hard. If you have a thyroid problem, and you're in, in the, T, the uh, TSH level isn't right, which, you know, they try to say it's 80% accurate. It's not even that. But the insurance companies here need that to do the next test, and it needs to be wrong. I've seen a lot of people. I would hate to say how many missed for that. And so when I, when I had to go through that myself, my hair started falling out. I had the other things, the temperature control problems that went with it, right? And so I finally went to the doctor, and I said, look, I said, Look at my symptoms. I have every one of them. What else do you want? So then he did. I said, I don't care if I got to pay for the other test. Just do it. And so the T3, T4, and 3 radical test was done, and I was off. Now, I will tell you this. Um, I went to desiccated thyroid because uh, I didn't like the, the uh, generic brand we had, and they were pushing that. The other one wasn't as bad. But I'll tell you what, the desiccated thyroid worked better than any of them, and I don't take anything now. So. Okay, so what did you do to stop taking desiccated thyroid? I didn't do specific things originally. Now, I, was, I had that diagnosis before I took care of mom and dad with cancers and stuff. And as it were, the, the Spooky 2 information came to me. I studied way back. I studied Tesla and Rife and, and uh, all the ones, you know, um, Einstein and Edison. And I was putting together the same exact history that you guys put together for your company. For my, for my book. It was, all, it was so close in the same people. So, um, so going back to way back there, then forward, uh, I, was, I was aware of some of these things, but knew I couldn't use a $5,000 uh, big room unit to do it way back when, right? You know, even if I did the $5,000, how are you going to use it? So it wasn't practical yet. And they were working on it, and I saw a lot of things to happen. So um, then in the meantime, um, a friend of mine had a cancer, um, and the doctors had taken a bunch out of his chest. It was bigger than they thought. And it's, it was kind of, oh, pretty scarred up from it. And, you know, for a young guy, even fussed about the scarring of the tissues and all. Uh, but in the meantime, he was really watching his diet, doing anything. He's the father of several children. Those children are awesome. They are real, real good kids. Talk about the kind of people that you want to have to take care of you when you're old, you know. And his wife was good. So, so he was a school teacher. And I told him, I said, you know, I said, I am not going to let you deal with cancer. I said, you're going to get over this to have the confidence I said because I said you're going to take care of those children I said I would love to take care of them but I'm not going to you are and and so we used the herbal remedy to pull the cancer in his leg it was a little ball of it about probably four centimeters five centimeters across I could feel it between the muscle and the skin and we pulled it through the skin with these herbs um, we got a little serosanguinous fluid a lot of pain for three days <laughs> And, and I said, you can't work. You have to have somebody hold your hand the whole time and, and hold you down if you mess with it. I said, don't let it come off till it's done. So instead of the usual week it might have taken, it took about three to really finish. 
but now you look at his leg and it came out through there in the ball and and you look at his leg now there's there's no visible scarring even it heals as it goes through it now now he had one on top of his head so he was talking about he showed me the spooky too he said what about this one it's a rife system i said well, all right i'll check it out and that's where that started so he has one now and, and that's how he wanted to do his head because we were going to have a hard time explaining what we were doing with that bandage all over his head when he's going to school <laughs> so and the spooky two way is a whole lot better <laughs> now no pain you know that's the pain thing <laughs> so. it is now those herbs that you're talking about they're actually quite painful but people will be interested people watching this video will be wanting to know what those what 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 he was using to draw the tumor out oh you, do you want him to have that oh absolutely okay i'm just i'm going to call it the name we use in the mixture they can look it up it's black salve Okay. Now, you hear horror stories about that where somebody put it on their nose cancer and it took half the nose off. The doctors don't like seeing stuff like that. But you know what? If they did it, they would have to take all that too and more and work on the system in a different way than we did. So now, I would prefer somebody use, and, and you can, we can say that, I would prefer that somebody would use the spooky too to do it their way. Now, that's what I know. Now, I didn't have that then, but okay. we had the cancer. So I'm a problem solver. I knew the realities of it. So did he. And it went fine in that sense. So that's it's it's called black sab. It does have four herbs in it. Um, we can look it up and see that. And they may see the horror stories. Maybe they should. But if they have a smaller spot, it's fine. <laughs> so whenever yeah. you read the horror stories, you really got to look at the source of the stories and really whether they have yes. they have a, a, a reason for being absolutely there. yes. How about how about two of our companies here? The, the top ones are the most genuine with their essential oils in the bottle. Um, there's two companies, I don't mention names, but here in the United States and, that we use. And one's from here. Um, the other one, I can't remember. They go all over the world to get their stuff. I don't know where they're centered. But our FDA, if I dare go there, uh, accused them of, of, claim, not, of claims they could not substantiate and tried to ruin their reputations. So I had somebody on Facebook talking to me about some of that. And I said, well, I said, you know, I said, you have to consider the source of that because I said, when I see the things that they're allowing now in this country with that, with that section, and I'll challenge them on it because I can bring up time after time where they're not right in, any, in, any place, in anybody's mind. So, um, yeah, we, we're concerned with them okaying things that don't work well. Um, and so they're trying to run this other good stuff down because who's running them now with some money, and that's a pretty simple thing. Just follow the money. <laughs> and so, so we, we have that issue. But on the other hand, Let's, there's a brain stimulator that's out there that they okayed. That's a big plus for us because we can do anything that can do and a whole lot more with your Spooky 2 system. What would happen if we got it okayed by the FDA somehow? That, <laughs> so there's a step. They've asked me to go on, on conventions with that, with that company because they know I know both sides of the story. And recently, a smaller drug company sponsored that. So let's get it there with Spooky 2. Yeah. Well, it's not going to happen anytime soon, but we'd like it to happen soon. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the um, the big problem always is the commercialism. You know, the, the um, yes, large industries don't want to hand over any of their market to something that exactly. They're the ones that are telling the FDA what to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you think that something which naturally is created and consumed by a body in a natural sense for thousands. Millennium uh, would be legal, but they're trying to make vitamins 
and well, vitamin supplements and mineral supplements, yes. which is just absolutely insane. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And on the other hand, though, there's a big thing here. We'll go into that just briefly as this country. There's a whole bunch of us working under those currents, a lot of us. I would say more than half the population, really. So this is going to flip. We don't, I don't want to pay $700 a month for an insurance I wouldn't use if, if anything depended on it. <laughs> so I don't want to. We're not getting the service we need. And I'm not knocking getting blood tests that can show us stuff. I'm not knocking a surgeon that can patch a bone back together in a quick way to get person going again, in a sense. But why did I have a broken neck with broken bones in it for 27 years? And it's fine now. And I don't have to take any plates out. Tell, tell us a bit about that because when you said that, I was very startled. You had a broken neck for such a long time. Yeah. Did you not realize that your bones, you had, you had a broken bone in your neck? Well, yeah, I did kind of, yeah. Um, I didn't know how bad it was. I went to a, actually, I, I went to the ER the first one I got run over. I was left there for dead, basically, and wow. as it were, and, I, and I had a big old bruise on my calf, huge one, but. But the only thing that messed up was my neck, and I had a pretty serious concussion. So I, and my left arm wouldn't work for a year and a half. It didn't work at all. So I remember trying to push myself up, and I, I couldn't quite get up. And I'm thinking, what on earth, you know? And, and so the third time I did it, I said, well, Blackstone, if you're going to live, you're going to get up and go. So I shoved myself up, and I couldn't even find my pickup. We didn't have cell phones then. And I finally found a pickup, a little red pickup. I found it, and I said, well, I can't even figure out how to ring a phone at somebody's house. I was out, out in it. Uh, field kind of and um so um i went into the hospital driving 35 40 mile an hour and figured i could stick it in the ditch if i started to pass out so i made it into the er and walked in the door and the first er person was a nurse and her mouth dropped open looking at me but the good thing was being a face plant the concussion one is bad it's a lot worse if you hit your side on the side or your back of your head your face is actually cushioned so they were scrubbing me up and the nice nurse was being gentle. I said, you know, I said, you got to scrub it anyway. I said, just scrub it. Scrub it like I'm not a person and I'm okay. I said, just go after it, get the dirt out. So, and she did. So it was fine. And so they wanted to keep me there, but I didn't want to stay in a hospital. I never did like it much. My dad used to tell me, if you want to stay healthy, stay out of the hospitals and stay away from the doctors. He had polio when he was a guy, young guy. And so he knew. <laughs> so. And that's a sad way to put it. I love some of my doctor friends. I love some of the ones in other countries that do things right. But, but in a general sense, he's, he's kind of right just to stay healthy and stay away. So, um, so they wanted to keep me, and I didn't want to, I wanted to go. Well, they could have held me because I had had a concussion. And since I didn't know my name, I guess they probably really would have kept me. But I, call, I said, well, my dad's name, same as mine. I said, and my wallet's in my pocket. I said, well, just look at that, call him, and he'll come and get me. So him and my sister came and got me and watched me Well for the watches for the concussion and, and I healed uh, the, the left arm not working was bothering me a lot. I did have to get a automatic transmission in my car. I went to a pain clinic uh, several hours away, sat for four hours in a straight chair while I was hurting. And they told me that I was doing everything I could possibly do. They had nothing to suggest. I was already using a, a TENS unit, 10 transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulator. And, and it, it did actually allow my, my nerve to come back in my left arm and stuff. And I got it back. It, it, wasn't completely good till everything else was healed, but it did okay. And um, and then the surgeon took, saw me four times, and he told me that he wouldn't operate the last one. I was going in to absolutely do this because I couldn't. I wasn't dealing with the pain well. And he looked at me. He says, "I can't do it." He says, "You're doing too well." I said, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> so, 
I said, okay, but he was led, he was led in another way. So I'm glad now that I didn't. Hard to imagine with 27 years of that, but I worked. And in a way, I don't like lying, but I probably lied to my employer when they said they could do what they said they needed to do. And they lied when they, when they said that's all it was. Because in psych, saying that you're going to going to have to live 50 pounds is a big lie. <laughs> and and I was supposed to only live 25 mm. so, originally. So that's where it started. But I still went to nursing school. And I did a lot of physical things probably people wouldn't even believe. So the mind control did kick in for the pain. I learned prog progressive relaxation, positive imagery, um, and massage it to a point. You couldn't always get somebody to do that. I did. I used a chiropractor once in a while, and and I did the things I could do. So let's see, deep breathing, of course. I still use that. We just did. <laughs> so, and, and for us guys, it's hard because we don't learn to breathe from our tummies, nice and deep. But we can learn that. So those things I did, and, and I went on in life. Um, fairly well most people wouldn't know um so and then I, you know i did i did have one one bone chunk was broken clear out of it um i had several herniated discs from three and up to the axis then when i got re-injured in december i'm sorry it was it was october of uh, 2000 uh, 2014 i had four herniations in number below number five and I was injured from the top to the bottom. And a friend of mine was a neurosurgeon. And I said, let's take a look at it and see what you see. So he was looking at it. And he, I went in and he said, we would absolutely operate on this neck. He had had his own done. And I asked him if he believed in healing. Because when he actually looked at this stuff, I got healed between the time that we took the MRIs and the time that he looked at me. He said, check this out. I moved my neck in ways wouldn't have been possible. And he checked my strength in my arms and everything. He said, I can't believe how strong you are. Now, my arms are small from balancing the left to the right. I used to be a weightlifter, a small, small guy, but weightlifter. And I'd lift, you know, 400-something pounds on my shoulders. Not, not, not much, really, but, but a lot for a little guy. And, and do toe raises with that. So, so to me, to, for me to change, that was hard for me to let go of that because I was a swimmer and everything. I still swam. I had to do the side stroke sometimes, <laughs> but I did swim. And so in the meantime, this healing was done. Now, I was working all the way with this. I had, been, I had toxins in my body. We won't go where, where that all came from, too, but it was tied in with the second injuries. And there were people that didn't want me alive, but it wasn't my time to go. And I've had several chances to die. I haven't chosen to do that yet. And I'm stronger than ever now. So the healing in that sense, I'm pain-free, I'm strong. Somebody called me the other day to help move a piano, I got my hand. Um, I'm working with 14 inch across logs right now. We're cutting them up for an older guy's help me, and, and uh, we're keeping him encouraged just to keep moving and going. He's, he's getting old enough, he can't do a lot, but he's, he's not some guy, and we, so we're working side by side. We're putting up a kiln of pine so we can dry some oak for him. And I'm working with him and his wife and you know what his wife said? She says, are you still running stuff on him? She says, he's just doing more and more all the time. I said, nope. I said, I wouldn't I'm do it without him. Yeah. So I said, you, I wouldn't. You've, got, you've got his yeah. nails on your machine, your rig, your speaking rig, have you? I've got what now? Have you got his nails on your speaking rig? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
inside this is like I see. Yeah, but, but I could have been doing, but I wasn't that time. But I told it was this. I had been doing some. I told it was this. I said, he is healing himself. And his body is healing. I said, what we did encourage that and allowed it was spooky too, but he is doing it. And I said, so that's what I want you to see, that part of it. Now, was he all the way yet? No, but the, I have several people doing more. An older couple had been in a car wreck. They wrecked a van. And, and they, the lady had 23 bro- breaks in one bone in her arm, just one bone. Imagine how bad it was. And when I saw them, uh, there were some of my church people, and, and I got to visit with them. I took them to the temple and different things and did stuff with them. Well, their kids helped them some, but they were going to head for a assisted living place. I said, nope. I said, you guys want to stay here, right? He said, yep. I said, then let's do it. We got out the plasma tube, did some things. Before I knew it, this lady was swinging the vacuum in a way that I never would have myself out away from it. It was just amazing. And she's just, they were going for both of them. He's out sprinkling, fixing the long sprinkler system and stuff himself. Picking it up and it works. I went, caught him doing it, helped him one day. So his wife asked me the same thing that this other one did. He said, she said, have you been doing some more stuff with David when you're down in Arkansas? I said, his, I said, his nail wouldn't, I wouldn't trust his fingernail that long. I said, but I saw him way after a week. And I said, no, I said, he's doing that. You're doing that. So, so this is the thing that we're after is to allow to do this. Now, do we have to keep doing the things? This guy had a messed up back. I do some certain type of massage where I push on the nerves and I let up slowly. I hold them a long time and let up slowly make them give and I, and I don't really have to touch the muscles much that way um i do it on several people that have injuries and they they do more that they just can do more it's, it's just a special thing um but the other part is the positivity he was a dentist he lost his ability to work as a dentist with his back injury so and i can appreciate that they're, they're fine they, they live good you know they did have some black mold i had to get rid of they didn't realize how bad that was but we fixed the leak and <laughs> so <laughs> that kind of thing. So thanks to you guys too. Um, so I'm just talking about that. Even though we may not be a hundred percent, we may never be a hundred percent, but we can get dang close. <laughs> so. <laughs> so it's a very important to keep positive. So your body can, can yes. have the opportunity to heal itself. Yes. And that, that's hard, but let's look at that a little bit of hope. Be positive. Yes. Uh-huh. Now, at the beginning of your talk, um, we we're talking about, um, okay, someone's ill, the importance of knowing, finding the true cause of the illness, because sometimes it can be hidden in the plethora of yes. other symptoms. Yeah, present. yeah. yeah and we, we can make it as complicated as Lyme's or, or Morgellons, or we can make it as simple as the optic nerve problem I was talking about. Yes. And a healthier person. Because there might be just one small thing from which everything else stems it, from. It does. And if you leave that one problem going on, it's the same thing in depression. If we're living in a situation that we shouldn't be in, those changes are necessary just as much as working with the vitamins that are needed and, and the oils and the positive thinking otherwise. So one lady, how I put it to her, I said, she got the situation changed. She was doing that, doing the friend thing but still lonely and different things. I said, so I took flowers to her for about a year, to her school and to her home. Nothing else asked, you know, nothing else asked at all. This is just a real friendship. And I knew her mom and dad a bit and stuff. And so I said, I want you to see how you should be treated and what you need to expect. Because what we expect sometimes is what we get. 
And so that has to do with the positive things. And so then, then after she got going, she was going to positive thinking things and all kinds of stuff, completely flipped around. But one thing I did is I took her some strawberries. She liked strawberries. I said, if you can find one good strawberry in there a day, I said, and throw them out if they're not good. Don't use the bad ones. I'll pick a real nice one every day for as long as they go. And tie your, those good strawberries together each day because you, we're going to have some things in life that aren't perfect. We can imagine a perfect life. We could probably do it if we would. But part of the problem is I might think John needs something that he doesn't see he needs at all and doesn't even care about. But I would push it because I think it would be nice for him to have it. Well, that's that in the best situation where my intentions are good, it wouldn't be a terrible thing for you to have, but it's not what you're interested in. That alone creates a less than perfect world not a wrong world. Mm-hmm. So I, I talked to her about that. And, and now she's admiral in everything she wants, even through all the stuff she's been through. She's a very, very good woman. Um, but we talk about what do we do to live in this life like it is. And that's where friends come in and understanding and, and yeah. And right. so, it's, so it's important to focus on positives and be happy yeah. inside. And, and the way the, what you're really intimating is the way you're treating other people is how you want, to be treated yourself. If you're, right. if you right. think goodness and you're a giver, then people, other people around you may still may return that in kindness. They, yeah, they learn it quickly if they don't have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't be too kind. <laughs> yeah. um, now, I also wanted to talk a little bit more about antibiotics because you yeah. painted a pretty dark picture of, of antibiotics, but we're we're taught that antibiotics is pretty much the only answer for many of the um, at least bacterial. You're, you're, you're smiling now because you you know you know <laughs> a truth, which is possibly contrasting. And you've lived and worked in the industry. And by the way, it's funny how for somebody who wants to avoid being in a hospital, you've decided to work in a hospital for so many years. Um, uh-huh. Tell us more about this antibiotics. Like, how can um, antibiotics be used if they're not good for you? How how is that happening? Um, it's through advertisement. Yeah, telling us it's a good thing. Yes. When they took it away from colloidal silver back when mm. that was a terrible error in this country. Don't know about Australia. Probably followed that. I'm assuming. Not didn't check when, but um, and some of the other places. Um, one thing about it is we've got every kind of alternative to antibiotics, if we will. We've got the frequency units. And like I said, I could create the antibiotic. I wouldn't even think of it. I was tempted a few times to try it on myself only to see if we had less side effects from that. And we would. In any medication, we don't have the carrier problems. It's not going through the stomach. Um, that would absolutely make it, if somebody had to and could do it no other way, I would, I would work with them. Under, under certain circumstances, a very close watch. Okay. So I'm not knocking in that sense, but, but why would I do that when I most likely can either find what's wrong through, we can do it through blood tests if we want to, but even without that, we can do it through biofeedback and different things and from our own observations and listening to the person. Mm-hmm. You know, the sit and time and listening that we miss in our medical system here is horrendous. I worked in psych and behavioral health to learn about some of this stuff. I wanted to. I had to bite my tongue so many times, and sometimes I didn't bite it. I told them what was going on, and we changed it. Um, but when, they, when we're working with the system, well, number one, our education of doctors and everyone is slow in this country. I skipped biology, chemistry in high school. I skipped biology in college. I went straight to microbiology, and I never had an instructor one for that. I taught myself and a lot of things 
I read all the encyclopedias in the house before we had other stuff to do. And, and so, and I learned by hands on, I took apart, I, I dissected frogs and things. Um, I helped dad at the University of Wyoming when I was five, we were doing bacterial studies on their feed in their four stomachs and I would take the feed out for them because I was the right height. So I had that interest, dad allowed me to learn and I didn't watch TV. So, <laughs> so we, we limit ourselves in our thinking processes sometimes from what we take in without the quiet time. And I stress the quiet time for everyone, pondering, praying, if you like that, whatever it is, but just to have some peace. And it doesn't have to be in a peaceful area. I prefer that. It can be anywhere you're sitting. It can be in my truck while I'm driving down the road or sitting in it. So we, we create our own peace that way. And, and if we're peaceful for other people, we, we attract that kind of friends. And I think that's important. You know, there's some friends I've had from my whole life and a long, long time college friends, but, but we, you know, we have worked things through and really made it right. So I guess... I guess what I'm basically saying, the positivity, absolutely, the positive energy is stronger than the negative energy. If you look at a car battery, the positive post is always bigger than the negative post. Do you ever think about that? <laughs> Do you ever think about the fact that the light that we make with that electricity is, is more powerful than darkness? You cannot put a light out with darkness, which, but a smallest light will, will dispel darkness. And if we look at those things, even if we allow for the dark side to be strong, it is. If there's powers there, we don't want to mess with. But they're deceiving and they're hurtful in the end. And, and, and part of that's just a pride thing. Part of it is accepting help. Part of it is helping people. Because if I can't swallow my pride and be real, if somebody comes at me with some of my answers I give, I will talk to them about that. We will hash this out, right, if they don't agree with me. Absolutely. So I don't have a problem with that. But that's, I've, I've worked with people who are atheists, some really good people, love them. And I do ask them, where do they go when they die? Because I want to know, things like that. But, but we're real, and we never, ever have a, have a head knock session on it. Some of them are good scientists. They're good other things that I like. I have to appreciate the good in everybody, in that sense. Okay. If yeah, if they're so bad that they're really all wrong, they will turn and walk away from me. I say a word, so, yeah. Okay, that's, that's, um, that's pretty deep, you know. It is, um, that's the spiritual part, yeah, it yeah. is. Um, and sorry, I'm doing a bit of backtracking here. Okay. But, but you've talked about a lot of interesting points, and one of them was your organs communicating with each other. Right. I wanted to ask more about that. How, yes, yeah. How and why does this happen? Okay. How, one of the hows that we are more familiar with would be the endocrine system, right? Starting with your pineal gland up in the cella turcica in your brain, which is the turk saddle, right? Sits in there, a nice protective place right in the middle of the top of your brain there. And that one, as tiny as it is, size of a pea, say, well, it's, let's call it the mother of the rest of them, if we can, that, that, that kind of suggests what they need to do. Um, maybe if we dare say that, or, or the father maybe, but, but anyway, it's the instructor for the rest of them. Mm. Now that's fine when everything's working, and most of the time it will work, except for one thing, stress. Mm. The hormones that we reduce for stress. Because certain systems shut down. And if I, if, I let, if I were to let anger in, I did that twice in my life, and I don't anymore. If I were to let to anger in, what does it do to my thought process? Now this is a psych thing too. My eyes will 
will dilate for one. And whether it's fear or anger, it, it may turn into fear. It doesn't matter in that sense. Mm. My thought process will not work properly. What's that tell me? And, that, and for the rest of your organs, you get your heart pumping too fast. Mm. Um, you know, it pumps, pumps up too fast. And if it's fear or that, it's the same um, in the sense of what it does to your system. And so at that point, your stomach doesn't work right. Your other systems don't work right. Your endocrine system changes everything and, and, um, in that sense, and it's mostly adrenal glands. So if we continually do that, people drink the big old drinks that could kill them if they drink three. Mm. That we have in this country. I'm going to name brands. A lot of caffeine, too much of it. Uh, different things that can happen. Um, and just pushing ourselves too hard. We can go for a while like that, but pretty soon we've got to rest. And so that part of it stops those communications where our liver and our kidneys do not adjust well. Blood pressure is one of them. Mm -hmm. Is that controlled by the kidneys? Mm -hmm. So that's, does that make some sense in that sense? Am I explaining? Well, you know this, but am I explaining it in a way that we can understand? Yes, yes, I believe so. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, so if, if at that point, um, if our brain's not working right, anything can happen. We're talking harm. But if, aside from that, we go into this um, part where the kidneys aren't functioning well, um, in any case, they are sensitive to the good and the bad in the body. They have to get rid of the bad things if it's something we shouldn't be drinking, of course, in the first place, but as, and the liver, same way. So the liver, um, the communication between those can allow enough failure to allow things like Parkinson's to happen. Because Parkinson's is a nerve problem. Yes. So is optic nerve problem, right? An MS coming from that. But Parkinson's nerve problem, if it's in the brain, okay, whatever it's at. But it's also the arm jerking type thing, right? So the tremors. Funny, most of the, or like I said, they're funny, but it's interesting that most of the people that have the Parkinson's are more concerned with the tremors than, than the end results to the brain because mm. they can't do what they want to do. And, I, and that's been consistent in all the ones I've worked with. Now, I had Parkinson's. I had Parkinsonian. They called it Parkinsonianism when it kind of went away. <laughs> so did I have the tremors and the stuff? And were they studying it pretty hard? Yeah, I was. And so the people that I see now that, that are walking away from that, oh, you wouldn't. So what did you do to, to um, reverse those tremors? Everything I could. Yeah. Let's go there. Um, the first was just before I got the spooky two units. I was working on getting them. And so, of course, I looked at everything I could with the diet and all that. Mm -hmm. Another problem I had was my ionized calcium was so low I should have been dead. It was 2.8. should never go below 3 in normal homeostasis. And I had a neurologist. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, neurologist. Yeah, in Cody, Wyoming. Um, I shouldn't maybe say what's that, but, but he could not find it. Nice guy. We had some good jokes and but some other stuff. But they decided since my bone density was so good and I was so strong otherwise that my calcium would have been fine. But when you're not assimilated into your system, it's still not okay. And I don't know why my system wouldn't draw from itself. It should have been a drop on its own bone, but it wasn't working. Mm -hmm. So I went to Mayo Clinic in Rochester for 13 visits the first time. A few months later, 15 visits. They did do them concise together. I did learn a lot there. There are some things that I do not agree with, but we won't go there right now. They, and I'm not talking behind their back. 
I've talked to their top psychiatrist about some of the stuff they do for people there in other instances and, and some of the medical doctors there. So they know and ask them some questions. At least they should be aware of what some things they could change yes. Put it that way. But anyway, I went home and I was still cramping over throughout my body. I cramped in the weirdest ways. And I checked my potassium, my calcium, magnesium, and I was still cramping. And it was strange places like across my throat, um, my diaphragm, my stomach, my side, my ribs, my arms, my legs. It didn't, it didn't matter where. I'd move around. It was really strange to me. And so finally I got a nurse practitioner to check my blood. And she said, did they check your ionized calcium? I said, no. I said, we talked about the, the calcium in my blood and all. I said, the two of them said they wouldn't do it. They need to. I specifically asked them to. And, and she said, so she checked it and she called me on the phone. She says, you need to get in the hospital. I said, I beg your pardon. I said, they won't take care of me while I'm there. I said, tell me what I have to do. She says, you have to take a lot more calcium. I said, I am. A lot. I'm taking a lot more, more than I should be. But I said, I'm, I said, let me do this. I said, I'll go get some chewables and I'll pound down two containers of it in two days, <clears throat> one a day. And then let's check it again and see if it's changing. <clears throat> and it brought it up enough to three to be okay and it took that away but I also had some stuff going on with the toxins where my insides and my intestine kind of sloughed off if we dare don't want to make it gross but um, I knew what happened and I got tingling in there and when that started healing I was able to take stuff back in and this was from a, a actual uh, intentional toxin okay. um, from somebody somebody did to me so so we knew where that came from and I got some of that proof um, uh, since it was a family member I didn't do anything but um, it was over over my state, my dad's estate. So, so I've done, I've dealt with that, but I dealt with it well. And, and now, um, I'm stronger than ever. There, I don't have any stomach problems, um, you know. And I, I strongly urge people to get away from the the proton pump inhibitors. Um, they can look up why themselves. It's all over the place now. We, through Spooky Two, can absolutely take the place of that in the right manner. So, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Yes. Right. You're looking great now. Now we're getting to the uh, the inner summer. We do allow shameless plugs, and we were talking about your your book mm -hmm. at the beginning of our um, well, probably just before summer the, the video started. Um, now, you are you writing a book, or you've written the book? I'm I'm writing it right now. I have a lot of it done. It's going to combine a lot of sections because. I want to allow for a lot of different things where it came from. The center of it will be spooky too if I'm allowed. So I will give that section to you guys and see if it's okay. Oh, it's at okay. That point. It's okay. You know, it's not going to be anything against it, that's for sure. Um, and I'll allow for some things like a brain shimmer that we used before, and it's still a few people using them. I can do it better with spooky too for them. But they seem to understand that, and that one is FDA okay, like I talked about. So, so that'll just be a small section in there. It doesn't change much what we're doing. It's the same idea, and I'm going to explain that to that to bring it back over to Spooky too, because that's what I want to use. Because we can do the other things with it that support even more. But, um, but we're retraining. We're, we can retrain our bodies and our brain to be positive. We can retrain them to learn to heal. If it wasn't so, would we ever heal? Right. Mm, mm. You look at me now, and there's no no denying the difference from what I was. Some people looked at me like I was a ghost when they saw me healthy. Gosh, it's terrible. Did you want to give your contact details to the audience? I do. Yeah. If anybody has any um, questions, or even I, I learn from a lot of these things. All of you help me. We help each other. 
I, I'm a sponge for that. And if you got something we can go, go back and forth on a little bit, whether you're positively thinking what I'm thinking or not, I absolutely work with you. Um, and, and I love everything that all of us do. So my contact information, my best one is my email. And it is blackstone1health at gmail.com. So it's B-L-A-C-K-S-T-O-N-E. And it's a number one. So blackstone1health, H-E-A-L-T-H, at gmail.com. I do get notifications. I can get back to you pretty, pretty regularly on these. So. That's a, um, a generous, generous offer you're giving to people here. So thank you so much. And thank you so much for spending time in the dark, in your truck, yes. <laughs> overcoming all the hardships, as you always do, mm -hmm. to spend time with us and to teach us things. So everybody, we've had um, James Blackstone here with us, or not literally here with us, but by uh, virtue of the internet and technology. And a minor hiccup with the microphone. We've, we've been blessed with his presence. So thank you so much, James, for spending your time with us. And thank you, everyone, for watching this 22nd episode of SAMA. We'll catch you on the 23rd. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. So that's it.